What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Do Good Podcast. You know, normally, I would set up the episode by throwing in my default intro and then making another intro about the specific guests. But today, I want to try something a little bit different because Kamisha Moxley and Makafui, aka Kim Products and Mac Fortune, are two people that I really just want you to listen to the podcast. I don't know who you are or what you do, how busy you are or whatnot, but I think this is something really worth just listening to and not going into with any expectations Um, versus my other episodes for various reasons. I could explain, but I don't feel like it's worth it. So here we go, straight into Kim Products and Mac Fortune. I am sitting here today with a deadly duo. I've been looking forward to recording this podcast for a long time. I'm in here with Kamisha Moxley, a.k.a. the one who brought you Kim Products, and Makafui, a.k.a. Mac Fortune, a.k.a. Mac, the one who's brought you Fortune House and many other things that I don't totally understand yet, but that's why the podcast is here today, and I'm going to learn about everything. And I'm really excited. Thank you guys so much for being on here today. Nah, stop. <laughs> Go crazy. Thank you. Appreciate being called upon to be here. Nah, <laughs> nah, yeah. Just to like kick this off, you guys can kind of freestyle, give me a little context as to just where you're at right now, what's going on in your life, stuff you're working on, stuff you're excited about. You want to go first? Yeah, i go. Um, So, shit, shit I just, can we curse? Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. Shit, <laughs> you can um, say whatever the fuck I you bet, want. Bet, yeah, bet, yeah. Yeah, Um, so I just finished my first semester of my second year of college. And so right now, I've just been like really focused on running um, my organization, Fortune House. And with that, I'm also doing some work with Save Money, Save Life. Those are like my two big things right now in terms of just like stuff I'm working on. But like, of course, like just on the day to day, it's always cool creative projects that mm-hmm. we work on. Like me and Kim always work on stuff too. So, And of course, working with like High Life too. We have like a bunch of like really dope things we're like working on. So my day to day is like different every day. That's the best way. That's yeah. the best way to live, I think. Yeah, for when sure. When your every day is different. Yeah, and I'm also writing an animated series called Black Mac. What? <laughs> Wait, so, okay, Kim, you go. Kim, you go. <laughs> okay, so I oh, guess of yeah, recently, I've of course been trying to carry on the brand that I started when I was 15 called Kim Products. I've been just trying to like identify what I want the brand to be and what type of designs I'm actually able to put out and really just like creating a lot more content like I used to when I was younger. Starting to get back in that motion. Also doing a couple of like merch rollouts for some artists. Look out for Kari's tape Children Playing With Fire coming out soon. That sounds yeah. That so, sounds crazy. Yeah, end of the yeah. month. And um, you're doing on some, a merch rollout yeah, for working that? On some merch for that with him stay tuned <laughs> and also working with the chicago native but atlanta artist ayana right now her lovers, i don't even know who that is but that sounds yeah, cool too her lover's album will be out pretty soon and we're gonna do some stuff for that i also am just finishing up my first semester at parsons school of design in new york so i've been chilling in manhattan for the last semester getting basically my whole like academic record together <laughs> And doing, yeah, doing, pursuing a bachelor's. That's a hashtag. Yeah. (laughs) And just like spending a lot of time in New York, honestly, doing my work out there. 
I've always said that I want to be like super international with my brand and just my art in general. I'm pretty much just like in grind mode, in student mode, doing that. That's a lot. Like grind <laughs> mode and student. Well, student mode is grind mode. Everything is yeah, grind mode. Shit. But yeah. it's like there's levels to it. Okay, okay. So I wanna, uh, I wanna ask you guys more about like to elaborate on the kind of stuff you do. But I feel like we can talk about that later. What do you guys think makes something a trend culture-wise? How do things go Jumping from right into it? <laughs> weird or not in to slowly for example kim would you know your recent shirt with the like orange yellow and blue yes design? The hoodies. yeah the hoodies yeah, yeah so i showed that to a friend of mine and i was like uh i don't know how i feel about this mm. and he was like well you don't think it's cool yet but that's because kim like knows <laughs> what's cool before <laughs> other people know and i'm like in that very moment i like thought it was cooler and i was like <laughs> Hmm, like I can see myself <laughs> liking this like more five months from now. Sure, so like yeah. how does that how does that work? You know yeah. what I'm saying? I feel like, yeah. Word of mouth it always plays, but then like I feel like most people start their day and like look at their phone. It's just like really how it is. Mm -hmm. And so I think like trends now really just comes from like what are people talking about? What are people like and where like they post their day to day? Like what are people talking about? So like that's how shit comes trendy. I feel like on the clothes shit, like Kim could probably talk about that shit way more. Yeah. But like even just like hearing music and shit like that, like it's always a new trending artist just because like people talk about somebody different all the time. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, even with clothes, it's pretty much the same thing. It's just more like, yeah, you looked at it and you're like, hmm, I don't know if I could like really pull this off. Whereas like somebody is like, yo, like this shit is hot and it's literally about to be like the perfect piece to my outfit. Like I wear that hoodie all day, every day. And just like the exclusiveness of it is what kind of like separates my brand from like, you know, a lot of regular trends. Shit becomes trendy when you see it all the time. And shit becomes trendy when people like commonly think that they need to wear it the same or some shit. Like there's a lot of different things that like people be like, oh, like I don't have this in my closet just because they see everybody else with the shit but like the fact that like you know you can't really like wear everything for my brand is like exactly why you know that shit can't become trendy mm. like it's either gonna get like mimicked or mocked completely or yeah. it's just like gonna be a whole different worst version of it like yeah. the whole different worst version they, of it. Yeah. that's what's not though like off a lot of chinese version look at like look at like just also quality and trendy shit like a lot of shit be trendy but it don't be like quality, high quality. yeah quality yeah. design and I mean, even, like, the concept behind, like, my latest, like, design collection is just, like, the whole, like, symmetry of it. Hmm. Like, that shit is handmade. That shit, you know, literally all is of them? all of them. So who, who, you? I do that. Nobody else touches that. So it's, like, even just that concept of, like, you know, people that have an eye for it will peep that. And some people think they're just fucking circles. And, I mean, that's cool, but somebody knows they're not. And that's the type of people that I want to connect to with my brand. All the stuff you personally handmade is going to be, like, really expensive 10 years <laughs> from now. Yeah, I'll be trying to tell no people. Nobody be trying to listen to me. I've been uh -huh. said this. That resale value. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, sure. so can something be, like, really mainstream and also still exclusive? Yes. Or how? How does that? I mean... It depends on what the thing is. For example, just like with certain like high end fashion brands and shit like that, like it'll be, for example, like hella people will know about like, let's say like a new Jerry Lorenzo drop, like it'll be, it'll have 200,000 likes on like on Instagram or something like that. But like maybe only a thousand people have it. Or even like, for example, like the Dior Jordans that just came out, like those became a very trendy thing, but like there weren't that many that were put out. There's also like just the talking about it point. A lot of times people don't even have the stuff, but it's still trendy just because of like a cultural attachment mm -hmm. okay next question what does it mean for you guys to live an ideal lifestyle 
what in your both of your heads is like the ideal lifestyle Mm, like complete freedom to do like whatever i need and want to do without any type of like financial or like emotional limitations say more like give me images definitely just like i think i'm a very firm believer and i think i'm somebody that can like handle the fact that like i want to be able to live off of my name Mm -hmm. like i want to be able to dabble into like restaurants and my name Mm -hmm. hold weight you know i want to be able to design literally a shoe or a chair and literally have the same type of respect within those fields and just be known as like somebody with the you know greet like a a great like design brain in general and more than just like a host yeah and more than just like you know one medium like i think this whole like Mm -hmm. one surface is going to get played out very soon very like soon. on yeah, a business yeah. tip it's not long you know it's not like yeah, long-term yeah. wealth and that's just what i'm kind of like focused on is like being able to like literally do whatever the hell i want to and not have like any limitations to it yeah uh very very similar <laughs> yeah. very similar for me just like honestly being free yeah so it's been like an agent of freedom like in all aspects doing whatever you know sure. i want to do it's like my god and like it's some shit i know i want to do already like business goals all types of shit like that but then like even just like on a moment to moment you're just like having no limitations that's ideal the ideal life is having no limitations same more For like sure. i want you guys to elaborate on yeah. this <laughs> Shit. Uh, okay two year goal i say this on like confidence not no like arrogant stuff mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. next year i refuse not to pop off <laughs> Like, (laughs) I've said this so many times, and I'm saying it on camera so it can be documented. Next year, I refuse not to pop the fuck off. So it's really just, like, we've been doing so much great shit in New York. He's been doing some amazing shit back here while I'm out there working. And it's, like, just bouncing between that, like, within two years, G, like, the types of goals that we're going to have and just, like, the shit that we're going to accomplish is insane. I can't wait. I mean, like, it's even just, like, on some real shit, like, real (laughs) shit's goals that we probably set, like, when we were Yeah, definitely for me. 17 that like done already passed yeah are two goals away 100 you know what i mean so like Literally. i don't know like you can't really i feel like you can't really tell but like i think shit doesn't slow down you know what i mean like yeah and when you're doing shit it's it grows and it's exponential so yeah 100 i'm so excited i want a tesla <laughs> i told my mom i'm gonna have a tesla by see this is like i want more <laughs> images yeah. yeah like i want more like when you were talking about whether you design a shoe or a chair like that gives me yeah. that gives me the right idea like being able to design anything or yeah. being able to drive a tesla but also you know do what you do so give me more like yeah. you know you're I, you're I, a, with, six months from now you within, might have a whole bunch of within new two ideas, years within two years yes. i'll probably release the first iteration of black mac that's, that's something crazy. that like i've been actively working on and like I guess I don't try to necessarily say like public with the process but it's something that like it's just my interpretations from shit around me so like open type shit doing that shit and just like going for a more yeah and yeah just like really building on a lot of just like the shit that I put a lot of you know my time into cause like pretty much everything that I'm working on right now is not just like a month in the making thing like all of this shit takes time you know what I mean yeah and like sure. niggas have put in work so and I mean even like some more imagery like within the next five years like we've been a part of the av making which shout out to save money save life is basically um the save money foundation's like main office and we've been trying to do that like for the guys and just like for fortune house in general like get us an office so i think definitely within like five years that's something that like we're all you know we're all going to be able to have like something like this that is owned by us you know in our hood you know like we literally live like blocks away from each other so really that yeah Yeah. that has a lot to do with like how closely knit all of us are for real and yeah 
just like having like a, a community spot that we can like go to and that we can work out of and that you know homies can use like we've had so much trouble with all different types of stuff so I know, yeah, ven- especially with shit, venues, venues so definitely more. our What's office the- Venue obstacles. I've, I've 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 broken my hand because of venues. Yes, yeah. insane. I have had. Yeah, now you you can't just say that and not tell me the story. Uh, I what? remember the thing. <laughs> Which one? He's like, Kim, I, I broke my hand. <laughs> that was so throwback night when Pierce Space Man was on some. No, nah, it wasn't. It was. It was. There it were was. so many was times. So for throwback night too, it got <laughs> it basically got canceled twice. But yes. We saved it on the last one. For the yeah. first double night, the peer space guy did some stupid racist shit and canceled our... Not yeah. even, it was he weird. He saw our flyer and was like, oh, we don't allow events like this. Yeah. And it was like mm, double night. Yeah. It was like and to I'm, your audience. Yes. He was like, we don't... We don't allow this audience. Type right. Shit. And, it, and so, like, he had canceled it, like, a day before. Literally hours point. before. Yeah. Like, hours. Like, all of us. I had my outfit in my bag. Like, literally. We were ready to pop the hell out. Like, everybody was, was And we shot a commercial for it. Yes. And wow. So, like. Directed by so that shit, really Yeah. Fun. That shit got that shit got shut down. And I then, feel like I re- How long ago was this? That was in February, I think. No. Nah, I feel like that was March. before then. That was March. Wait, but I know before then. March. March. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was March True. 22nd. Yeah, crazy though but i mean even like so i've been out of difficult yeah i've been okay. out of chicago so i see the differences now in chicago i think there's a lot more politics than people want to like admit to really like oh yeah for sure like yeah. there's people our age that like have plugs to venues that just like keep their mouth shut and they want to use it when they want to use it you know like and all of us have like a couple of venues that are like pretty accessible yeah. like everyone knows somebody but like the type of people that like end up getting like the really cool venues that like are untouched and that like are actually for a true purpose are like people like us that don't go through that whole like oh this is mine and this is our shit you know this whole mindset that Chicago is just like filled with like I've been out of Chicago so I know that like we're mean as hell like our homie literally will like your homie will not put you on correctly you know what I'm saying or like your homie will like be hesitant to put you on Mean as hell, but like wow. in other part, places, it's, some, it's, some, it's, it's a Chicago handful of be nice on some other shit. Like they be on some Chicago shit, you yeah. know. Also, and yeah. I feel like New York is so international. You just oh can't yeah, it's, be it's mean so different because out there. there's just so many people from yeah. everywhere. It's so. so different. Nobody even like it's not even that deep in New York. Like I feel like a lot of shit is a lot more like I don't know. People be like caring systemic. so much more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. like in New York, they're like That's everyone has a fair chance. This is not your shit. This is our shit. You know. What I'm saying like just mm-hmm. have fun like yeah. no one cares in New York like people just be chilling but it's people so in crazy. Chicago are like very territorial yeah and even mm-hmm. like a lot of older venues be like oh no we don't we don't fuck with young kids like when we were younger it was hard to find people remember, that yeah, don't yeah. even that want to deal with kids in their venue like I've had you know if you guys know about Friday Function I've done a lot of those and those are like some crazy you know very lit parties that are predominantly kids so people are like not interested in having that in their venue at all for sure which is even worse it's like a whole another level to it say more so <laughs> Shit, um what, what like what makes trying to get a venue hard yeah i think a big i think one of the things is like one niggas don't have that much bread it's there <laughs> yeah. are accessible venues but like mm, a lot of yeah, times yeah, yeah. they'll be like what 150 an hour you feel me yeah. it's like when you're fucking i just turned you feel me i turned 20 in june i've been like you know i'm, I'm 19 and shit like that so it's like 
like niggas, like yeah, we've been able to pull out some on like some good venues and shit like that. But for the most part, when you're 17 and don't have a job, you're not working a nine to five. You don't have like fucking 700 to just throw to a venue. You know what I mean? Like where we coming from, we just don't have that shit like that. So it's like you're either flipping from your last shit or you're working into it, having people throw in type shit, which works. And and like that'd be like advice with like getting that shit. But yep. at the same time, it's still like very difficult because that like financial barrier does exist. And outside of that, um, like age barriers exist too. There are a lot of venues in the city, but like they're mostly 21 plus, especially yeah, on like especially the performance, Chicago, on the sure. performance yeah, venue, yeah. on the performance yeah. venue. And like even just having bars in a place, like there's been times where like Kari or Sonny will have a show and they'll have to get a wristband because we, it's a bar there. You know what I mean? Like that shit makes it difficult because we can't just be like, hey, everybody pull up to this bar because we're, 19, yeah, you know what I mean, and I feel that a hundred percent. Cause for the past like two and a half, three years, unless I worked for a really long time and saved, the most I ever have at like a given point in time to throw to anything would be like two hundred max. Yeah. So you gotta like choo, 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 finesse mm-hmm. your way start, through yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's hard. And especially like I feel like in New York, a lot more people have like this like basic level of like business knowledge, whereas like people are a lot more aware of like, oh, we can get help with this. You know, we can collab on this. We can ask, you know, the people that also do this, you know, to do it with us. Like Hmm. there's just so many more like options, I think. And I think a lot of Chicago people like shelter themselves to like what they know. Like you see a lot of like kind of like outside of like downtown not being used at all because people don't know about it. Yeah, we don't we I done did like the last it. two events on 47th Street, and that's cool because like we live there. Type right, shit. right, right. Yeah. And that's that's like, honestly like I'll say with like with Fortune House and just like direction moving forward, like mm-hmm. we definitely rocking on the south and west side because it's like most of everybody who pops out to the events. At least you know like we have friends who stay up north for show, but like mostly you know most of the kids are coming from out south, coming from the low end. So it's like yeah. why not do this from the crib? Like we did right, our right, event right. on Saturday on 47th and King Drive. Like I live on 48th and King Drive. You feel me? And like right. that's the hood. You know what I mean? Like I know I could go there and be good. Even like if there's an issue or some shit like that. Like our mic broke the other day, and like instantly hit up a local business in the area, and we got a mic. Really? Wow. Yeah. 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 So like mm-hmm. it's shit like that. That because that's your home. Yeah, yeah. 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 And it's nice being able to like pop out to the function and literally like knowing exactly where it's at, like what you can do around it, where you are. 100. Like you pop out to some shit, and people are scared because it's not in like you know their hood. Yeah, they don't know. Like I, you know, I can't bring some of my like family members, even like my brother and shit. Like he won't pop out to something he don't know, you know, or somewhere he mm-hmm. doesn't feel like safe around. Like he not gonna go to nobody else's hood to like tee yeah. up. So we like try to moderate it between different sides of the city. It's like, all about accessibility, I think. But like we high key, it depends on where you're at in the city. A lot of places in the city are harder accessibility wise. Mm-hmm. But like even then, a lot of times like kids will fuck like even like Rael stays like you know what I mean. Rael stays southwest. You know what I mean. And, like, he makes it to the shit that's up north and shit like that. But, like, that is, like, an hour trip. You know what I mean? An hour and a half trip. So, like, I guess it's being conscious and, like, just having a range and, like, the places in which you do stuff. And sometimes you do stuff that just, like, caters towards people who stay in a certain area. Like, we may do, like, a private event or some shit like that that is, you know, downtown or some shit like that because we know it's something that, like, people are going to plan for. People are going to make the arrangements to get there. But, like, sometimes you got to make sure it's by a train so that kids can, if you know you're having a lot of kids traveling you want them to get there safely on the train you don't want kids walking 14 blocks you feel me 14 blocks from the train and shit like that like that also is this like the liability of like 
curating shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you guys feel like there's enough entertainment in the world, or do we need to like keep making more fun shit? I mean, shit. in the world, yes. In Chicago, it's a, no. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I say <laughs> say more. Say no. More. I, I I dis I disagree to the extent that like there is hella raw ass entertainers in Chicago. It's just not popping as much as it should be, but it will get popping soon. I still think there's a big like need for more though. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I I was talking to this one dude. At this event the other day from like Atlantic Records and he was like oh like who's popping in Chicago and I'm like you know spit out a couple of names and they're like oh no unsigned and I'm like uh okay spit out you know the guys you know spit out a <laughs> yeah, couple a couple of yeah, people yeah, and yeah. I'm like oh shit I'm like you know what I'm saying I'm yeah, like damn Chicago don't even have like that many different types of scenes like people don't really yeah. mix scenes for real like we you know the guys can like go do some shit you know up north but they can't go you know like too deep and have like a hood ass show like they just it's just different you know mm-hmm. like Chicago scenes it's literally like two or three different variations of like yeah. parties or functions I mean I feel like people be to. very clicked up I think it's not like as much of a big scene thing like yeah. there has been a big scene but like at where it's at right now people just like for the most part stick to their people you had some people that be all over the place but like for the most part people stick to like what again on the what point of like sticking yeah, to like yeah. what you know type shit yeah but there's raw ass people in the city it's just like not everybody even just the thing like it's raw it's ass natural human it's raw like do, yeah. even like on some real shit a lot of raw ass artists who are popping out of Chicago right now we're making music in their bedroom making music in their home hell studio, yeah like, I know many and then of them they popped off. and then <laughs> they so like a lot of popping off don't necessarily happen like not necessarily on like just a a street everybody coming in type shit Mm -hmm. but like it could no i feel that i i definitely think i i think my point that i was trying to say was more like i think in new york there's like literally 40 different kids that do the same thing really yeah so it really yes and it really like it creates a different (laughs) type of feel like you have to go harder with your shit Mm -hmm. because your homie doing it too Right, and yeah. like you know, you can't you can't demand a huge booking fee because like your homie do it too. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I don't know. I think it's just more in terms of like I think Chicago kids don't be trying to like dip into as many different platforms as they can. Like mm. there can be 20 more DJs I know because people have the ear for it, but not everybody wants to like fuck with like oh I don't want to you know compete with my homie. Yeah. I don't want to act like I'm trying so to come for such and such shit. neck. You know, and like that's cool or but whatever. In, in New York, it's like in New York, it, does, it doesn't. Matter. Matter. Everybody be on their own shit, and everybody does everything out there. Like I would, you know, I talk to all of my friends too about like just switching mediums. Like if I wanted to go do music, that would be so normal, you know, everywhere else. But here, motherfuckers would get to talking like, oh, you know, she wanted rap now. Like yeah. Shorty want to do music now. Like that's it would just start. be so much like yeah, weird yeah. shit, and that's would be like really turning me off about the city. But like, how do we change that? Can we change that? Having kids do more shit. You know, like literally, clearly, like if more people, if more people do more shit, if more people try more shit, start new hobbies, then like it'll like ease up the tension on like, oh, these four are the Chicago DJs of the next three years and we're just going to fuck with them. And we just explained the need for the mission of Fortune House right there. I didn't even have to get Mac to elaborate on it. There we go. Yeah. Yes. That's why Fortune House (laughs) exists. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah. What keeps something fun? How does something go from fun to boring? The only things that are fun are bad things. What? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm letting it play. Um, what yeah, keeps nah. something fun? I don't know. I guess, like, I. Uh, There's kind of some truth to that, but I want you to say yes. more. Uh, 
Whatever is going to keep your attention for long. Yes. I think we were just talking about that even with like music and just events. Like people have the most fun when they're like tuned in. It's like usually, yeah, like quite yeah. literally. I think especially, I think for for me, we're saying like just like the events that we do, like the most fun shit be like the new events. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like when we did Throwback Night, when we brought back Throwback Night, yeah, um, shit, new shit. I think new shit is new shit is fun, but also nostalgia is fun. I think it's just Ooh, it's, nice. it's just a, it's it's a, it depends on like it's an experience thing to be honest. Like I think what we do a good job at with throwing our events is like we're gonna offer an experience that like no other thing that's going on at night is gonna be the same mm, experience. So you know what scarcity I mean? is fun. Experience is the it's word, like, yeah. In the least competitive way of saying it though, but it's like the right, shit that right. motherfuckers are doing is different. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I think that's what makes, I guess, the experience of like the spaces that we create, I say fun. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. That is yeah. crazy because it's like for it to be fun in some way it has to be unique because what's a new experience is a lot of the time what's a fun experience. But yeah. also, also having like, familiarity in there. Yeah, exactly. It has and to be like new enough, but not too new. New enough that where is, it doesn't it doesn't take you out your comfort zone, but like it's new. Right, right, yeah. I know what's crazy is I, like, learned that definitely, like, switching scenes, like, going from one, you know, the Chicago scene to going out there to New York, I think, like, I don't know, I just, like, resonate with that, like, a lot. It just in terms of, like, it has to be new but not too new. And I think even, like, when you're, like, a host or even just, like, when we create the events, we're like, oh, like, that's for, like, three quarters ahead rather than, like, three weeks. You know, like, certain things require just certain types of, like, attention and just, like, guidance. And even, like, we want people to, like, be the shit that they're at and like we want people to have fun we don't want to drag people out and then force them to have fun yeah it's like, definitely like it's, it's definitely a, it's definitely a mix i say like definitely us taking our like process makes a lot of the shit a lot more just like put together and shit like that but like even for example like the open house idea that's some shit that we worked on for months but like the actual throwing of the events the actual putting the bitches for it sometimes it's like you have the bread and you just fucking throw the event you know what i mean and let that shit become what it is you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like that's i'm a big proponent of that shit and like the events that i do is just like not necessarily like putting too many like parameters on what people can do in Mm. it you know what i mean that's really interesting i've been thinking about this idea recently can you say more yeah so like mm -hmm. it's like sometimes you just like you put your ideas for it and you allow people to interact with them and then they become what they are so like even initially with like the dj workshops and the production workshops that shit literally was just like the first time we did that was at it was at like a block party you feel me and i was literally just us having like the monitor and the equipment at the table and we were just like literally just sitting there producing and shit like that but like kind of moving forward with it we've been kind of like able to game plan a little bit better and we've like had a variety of different type of production workshops we've done like modular synthesis and like sample chopping and just like actually going in and making beats we've done like events where producers show their beats and like all types of just like varieties on those original ideas so i think like to have like dope original ideas you have to know how to let them bitches grow and not just like get stuck to like that first version of it that first version of it exists and is like big part of it but then like as you kind of go on with doing events and shit you'll see how to like let them bitches grow i probably just went on a crazy ass tangent but no um, no what was running through my mind is like you plan it but you also want to give it the flexibility to be something more than that what you know yeah. Honey. Yeah. Because I mean, half of it is like our experience and like what we want you to experience, and the other half is your unique, you know, right. you, you bring the juice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. 
Yeah. We just put all the stones in order. And I think it's always, we like to bring different creatives in the room. I mean, like, even with, like, a lot of the, like, Kim Products events, you'll have, like, even, like, with the special guests and shit like that, you have special guests in the room, but then you also have, like, hella just, like, artists who do shit in the city. And it's, like, you either, being somebody in the space, you can make that experience of, like, meeting those artists. You can make the experience of, like, meeting the cool people out there. Or you could just come and, like, enjoy the party and hang out with your friends. Like, it's, we're going to put this shit there, but, like, ultimately, like even just being able to have like a safe space to do cool creative shit is like in itself its own thing you know what i mean so it's like multiple layers to the events but like at the same time it's just like come out and pop out like we'd be like pop out that's how it'd be like pop out and whatever happens happens type shit i want you guys to say more about like what makes a good creative space because i'm thinking about you guys want to set up your own yeah. space but also being able to have different safe spaces where yeah. wherever to pop out what makes them what makes them good or what makes them what they are not based off what already exists today but based off your guys vision yeah i mean i think it it depends on like who you are and what your needs are but like we did this really raw exercise the other day um, at this uh, event at Soho House uh, with Save Money, Save Life, where we just like oh, basically crazy. imagine like the perfect venue space. And I think like a big part of like the ideas we were talking about is having like, you know, like having the resources on that to do whatever fuck you want to do. But like also really like the idea is just like being able to like do whatever you want to do type shit. Yeah. I think like the ideal creative space for me would definitely have something that's like very integrative like you know i don't like being by myself too much in terms mm. of like when i'm like trying to collaborate or like create like i like to be able to like feed off of like actual living things and not just like go in a room and be yeah. on my phone mm -hmm. and like create from there which i know some people can do like they can you know create all night on their phone and go crazy but like with me i think i work best like kind of like in the you know the calm before the storm like literally like yeah. between chaos and like the times where i'm like the most pissed off or just like in the biggest jam i'll have the best idea hmm. and uh -huh. like that i don't know anybody else out here but like i'm a procrastination queen great at it so fucking good you're at really it. good at like it. to the point to the point where like i get up at six o'clock every morning and do any type of homework that i have prior to any class and that's how i do any type of work and be like good. i don't work you know what i'm saying yeah, after yeah. i get out of class that's my time that's you know insane. but in the morning like you will literally will see me we'll be out to like four o'clock in the morning on the l train in new york and i will get up at six o'clock do my homework and go to my 9 a.m and act like ain't nothing happened that's so like crazy, in wow. terms of creative space i would need something to you know support that mm -hmm. in terms of like open 24 hours that's huge to me mm, like yeah, yeah, i think yeah, it's yeah. so outdated to be like on the business scale like oh, even yeah. even outdated. the business day be fucking me up like business I mean, days shit. be blowing I'm, me and him like I'm we not, had a couple of business days conversations <laughs> for sure yeah. okay i think we let's talk about this yes we need to change we need to change the culture because just business days and things not being like everything should ideally be always open yeah seven days I a mean, week 24 7 100. ideally that would be nice i mean ideally uh ideally. wagely and getting people oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah no actually i agree because like we make well i feel like because of technology like we'll need less and less actual people to make things run 24 is that a good thing though that's a good that's a whole nother conversation whole nother, but shit yeah you could yeah on, on the business you could do that shit like anywhere though like i carry my notebook everywhere and i like literally all of my ideas i probably in the ideas i come up with like 
maybe 15% come from me like sitting down at my desk at the crib. A lot of times I'd be like sitting on the couch at the studio or fucking driving. Yeah, oh my God, yeah, yeah. for sure. I think another thing too is like my homies come with me when I do creative shit. I go with my homies when they do creative shit. Mm -hmm. Like I think people, a lot of creatives, exactly, a lot of creatives don't realize like, you know, something that your homie is experiencing can be something that you can experience too and it could change your fucking life. Like literally could change your life. Like I've had a couple of things that like I just went to my, you know, went with my friends or like went with, you know, a family member or just like gang in general and that shit was like so worth it and it like created an entire pathway for my creative career. So even just stuff like that, like literally accessibility, you know, having the type of resources. Like I go to the school that I go to, not because I'm trying to, you know, oh, I'm about to go into a whole tangent. Go, but go, go. I'll go to the school I go to for the resources, not because I support everything that they mm, stand for. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'd say that with the utmost respect and with the utmost like clarification. Like yeah, that's real, I though, go man. there for the resources. I think that a lot more places are like just not for us. And I mm-hmm. think that we don't realize how we can make it for us. Like if there were a and they person, set it up to make it seem like it's for you exactly, because of the yeah, resources. Like, exactly, my school but stands on crazy? social yeah, yeah. justice, and it's just the biggest joke to me. Like it's insane how kind of like just everything is a business, so you have yeah, to think yeah. like that regardless. Especially college. I think one thing that even just especially like on my college, especially college, but especially like on my radar, I think people realize that you don't necessarily need a degree a piece of paper you know everything figured out to pop off and do what you want to do like not at all the type of internships and opportunities that i've had literally not because exactly not because of any type of degree or nothing well if i would have went it would have only been because of the network and the resources i think yeah some very yeah very similar that's all that it is yeah I think, like, you can get a lot of stuff from your school, but, like, it's all about your approach to it. Like, if you go in there and you're just, like, on some, like, classic class shit, you're probably not going to get that much out of it. But, like, yep. if you're talking to people in the business center doing all that shit, you're going to get some stuff up out of it. You know what I mean? Like, I hate being in classes. I hate doing all that stuff, but I also do, like, learning. And, like, my Facts. school... Hat. School is not learning. School is school. Yeah. You, yeah. Can learn you, can school. Learn school. <laughs> you can learn in school. 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 But something someone told me recently is school is your your grinding for points. Yeah. yeah. Fuck, <laughs> fuck, fuck points. I just I failed a class. Nah. Yeah. Fuck points. <laughs> fuck points. Because yes. it's like you you and that's the thing though. Because I feel like for the most part everybody is pretty capable. But like if you're meant to actually like utilize the shit that you're learning you're going to have an approach to it already or at least yeah, want to, yeah. you know, yes, want to know 100%. what you're going to do with it. Like, even off the design school shit, we've had these conversations a lot. Kim knows how to fucking design. She doesn't have to go to school to learn right. how to fucking design. <laughs> but, like, you're also, from being in that shit, it's going to be some shit. Like, maybe you, right, meet, you, right. Meet, a, you yes. meet another designer who puts you in another mm-hmm. runway or some shit like that. For you sure. know what I mean? Like, that's yes. what kind of comes with that Yes, shit. yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, and yeah. really quick, for any young black king or queen that is going through that transition of college you do not need an institution to tell you if you're Mm. doing right or if you're fucking doing wrong like some of my professors love to fucking pick at me because they know they they know that i know what i'm doing Mm. especially in art school on some crazy shit Uh especially in art school professors will hate you if you think that you go in there knowing what you have to like doing what you have to do on some very serious shit like especially like when you go to like it's like why though like don't they why wouldn't they be happy about someone succeeding (laughs) 
I feel like teachers are doing that shit. So even as being a bad, like I say, a bad high school kid, <laughs> I don't have my share of teachers that done hated on yeah, me just yeah, to me hate too. on me type shit. Me too. So, and because I was like the type of kid in high school where I'd just be like, I'd literally just be tuned the fuck out, like yes. in my own world and shit like that. Yes. And like teachers didn't know, cause like of course, like I say, like I'm, I'm pretty good at school like if when i want to do hey, school when i shit, want to right when, when i, I told do all my teachers shit, i'm not going to college they're like matt's so smart but he's so dumb yeah. what is he doing it's and cool, I'm like, like, I feel like when you ask me to come back in five years this will be a different story like <laughs> that'd be the best the yeah. best combination and also manifestation in like general events, yeah. manifestation in general like not on no like philosophical shit but like literally <laughs> if you practice literally. a habit constantly you have no choice but for that shit to come true yes. like i don't give a fuck what anybody says if you constantly work at what you want to do you will obtain that shit period well this is how i try to tell people to when i describe it mm-hmm. people are like oh your thoughts your thoughts create the reality <laughs> and it's like <laughs> your your what you think about all the fucking time whether you know it or not now you're subconsciously thinking about it so yeah. there's something yeah. called exposure therapy where when you spend like I walked in with a business homie of mine to the fucking uh, Louis store the other day and I felt weird like ugh like I'm in the yeah. Louis store but then we fucking went back me, an hour yeah. later and now I'm more comfortable now me and Cardi yeah. be going to like the Tesla store sometimes to just look at the fucking cars and look at the technology be like we finna get these shit like, <laughs> oh god and when you and surround yourself with whatever yes. and you think about it more it starts to pop out in your life more because you're actually doing it it's not something else manifesting it it's you manifesting it because you're thinking about it but you're not conscious of it right we're thinking about so much all the time and some people are just more aware of it than others but there's a lot of people who like super push themselves grind through life and get to the top but not necessarily through a path of awareness they just do it through a path of like pure hustle yeah, so that, oh my I god, like that reminds me of me. It, 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 it yeah, reminds god. me of you too. Yeah, <laughs> I, th- I, I, I don't I mean, even be aware. I just be going. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's so. I'll be though. like, I'll be. For me, it's like a mix. I'm a mix of like being a very spontaneous. Yeah. Hold on, pause real quick. I do. Hello. Oh, nah. It's okay. Go, go lay down on one of the things out there. <laughs> it's, hey, it's a couch. <laughs> you can lay on the couch, boo. Hey, I'm already done. I fell asleep on the floor yesterday, too. G. I know how I feel. <laughs> I slept on the floor last night, too, actually. It'd be like that. It'd be, like it'd be out of it'd the, be but, like um, that. I forgot what the fuck <laughs> I was going to say. I don't even know. Okay, I'm going to say a whole nother question. All right. Who what, um, who do you guys feel like are the kind of people that should be in power? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm a... Black people only. Yeah, I'm a strong... I'm a there's strong, truth. There's truth. There's I'm truth a strong believer in, in black power. Yes. Um, yeah. Black power. 
Negro science. But on some serious shit. I think um, the common thread of just like a leader in general. Like I think between definitely between me and him, I think I've been called a leader. You know, a decent amount in my life to the point where like I'm confident in the fact that I can lead. You know, a team and just like a group of people and know how to navigate through different types of people. So I mean, I guess like even just like when it comes to like being a leader in terms of CEO, like we all own our own businesses. We all are in power somehow. I think that goes with the fact of like oh my god i can totally go on a tangent but i'm not going to but yeah. that, why not? Why not? <laughs> that really just goes into like how you run the way that you do and how you like lead yeah. the way that you do yeah. um when that comes to like businesses businesses and stuff and a whole bunch of like brands clothing brands i think oh yeah how you and, run how yeah. you run your brand how you run mm. your business and a lot of different stuff like that but sure. the biggest component of that is to understand who you're leading who you're empowering to understand what's well, your goal all that looking shit. at this interview with dapper dan recently talking mm. about how like the Breakfast gucci Club and oh no with this guy named ben horowitz it's like mm. a venture capital firm it's like anyway andreessen horowitz really huge huge really amazing actually but they're talking about he's he's really good friends with kanye and a bunch of other people but dapper dan's talking about how gucci and louis and da 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 all these european brands are starting to run they're they're dry of ideas yeah and so now they have all these like diversity campaigns and stuff partially for the culture because people are pushing them to do it cultural pressure but it's also because they don't have ideas no that's the stack that's the stack yeah so they're they're looking they're 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 now they're going out to like africa and different places be looking for people who can give them ideas yeah, nah, literally. You know I think even That's like going going off like the point that Kim I made, like it definitely depends on like the type of like for example, like saying these big brands, it depends on like what type of leader are you, what type of like platform does your power hold type shit. Mm-hmm. And I, I say like being a firm believer that like power is a spectrum. It's not necessarily mm-hmm. a thing of like one brand has control over everybody because like nobody has control over me nobody has control you know what i mean right, like right and just in general not just saying nobody like from really myself has, like well I don't it, know. it de- but <laughs> it, it depends on, it depends and that's why i said it's a spectrum because like it depends on where you're looking at it from because yeah, like yeah. there are very real like barriers that exist based off of like identities and right, shit like right, that yeah, and yeah. that's a real world problem but i think like when it comes to just like i guess like power of ideas and power of like leadership on that on that way you know what i mean when we're talking about brands we're talking about business and shit like that i think it definitely is like a very like case by case thing but it's it's a, it's a spectrum type of thing and that's and i yeah i damn near want to go on the tangent but like i definitely could collect some thoughts on that too collect some thoughts yeah tell me more about save money save life yeah like what's going on with that how you guys are involved in that yeah so i've been interning with save money save life since july but like even with that like save money is family type shit and so for me what i've been doing um what is it how did it start yeah so it started with with londy keeps equal and vic like vic messer Mm -hmm. um they came together uh they linked up in like standing rock out in uh north dakota like during the issues with like the pipeline that was being built there and like how it's being built on native lands as far as i know um that's how like the you know relationship built but the idea behind it is you know to really empower not just chicago but like be a foundation that can you know empower on every level and so what i've been doing is assisting with building the street medics program which is a program that's 
gearing like Chicago citizens and citizens everywhere we're gonna be expanding out to a lot of different places on like trauma response so mm. directly combating uh, gun violence but then also like mental health trauma so mm. equipping people with the tools to be like civilian first responders because that's a tool that like on you know a lot of people don't know how to like help somebody if they've been shot they don't mm -hmm. know how to help somebody who's having anxiety attack they don't know how to help somebody who has a bipolar episode and so what the street medics program is aiming to do is to you know equip people with those tools so we have like an actual stop the bleed curriculum which will be like working with different organizations in chicago different park districts and schools to actually Very go cool. in and deliver that training and so over the summer i assisted angelica morris in uh, developing that curriculum and along with that i'm also like working on a comic a comic book that's going along yeah, with you the curriculum. That. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. going along with the curriculum um and so that's something are you that, like, writing are you are drawing yeah, um you? i'm writing along with celia benito is doing like the illustrations for really it. Yeah, yeah i went to elementary school with her oh you know celia yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. we're yeah that's we're crazy. working together on that and so yeah it's taking that same information from the curriculum but like making it palatable but then also like my job as a writer was to create a story that could go along with it that like that can be a real world story mm -hmm. um but even outside that like i'm a huge comic book fan like if you know if you're like a close person to me you know what's up type shit really but, um, do you know um eve ewing by any chance ironheart yes eve <laughs> yes and high key i know who you're talking about he wrote the she, recent she. no not I don't think it's Al Ewing. It's a writer oh. named Al Ewing. He wrote. He writes from Marvel and shit. Not Eve Ewing. No. You don't know her? No. Ironheart is the new Iron Man. Yes, the new Iron Man. It's, it's a, a nigga name. Girl. It's a nigga name. It's a black girl. Yeah, I may yeah. be thinking about the same person. It's also a dude named Al Ewing. He wrote The Incredible Hulk. But it may be. I may have it confused though. I know you're talking about. Even I've read it. I've cool. read it. Yeah, I've yeah. read it. Yeah. Into, I read like the last Invincible Iron Man shit like all the way through. So mm -hmm. I'm alright now. Yeah. She uh, went to U Chicago, and so like I grew up in Hyde Park, right? And there would like be a lot of students looking for work, and so she babysat me when I was like eight, That's seven stat, years boy. old. Yeah, yeah. That's really right. And so, yeah. but now she's fucking like she was on Trevor Noah, and like Where? I was like, yeah. And so, yeah. I've read, I've read, I've read, I read the the recent. I, I be really reaching dope. out. Yeah, really dope. We be emailing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so we're finishing that we're finishing that comic book, and we're opening up an office on Forty Seventh Street called the Ave. Oh, you're uh, opening up an office? Yeah. So we, over the past couple of months, been like working on, like actually renovating. Looking the for space different spaces. There. I mean, even when I was about to set up my space, you hit me up for that, and I was gonna like, oh, yeah. give you a tour. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah, even get to get in tune with you. I, you know, I think well, like, the whole thing fell apart, so it's okay. But yeah. I wouldn't say fell apart. I walked away from it because right. it wasn't. The sometimes right you time. have to walk away from shit. Yeah. 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 Sometimes you have yeah. to walk away from shit for sure. But yeah, expect really big things. This past Saturday, we collected shoes. Just even in responding on the activism level, last like last year, they put out a bait truck in you know the hood in Inglewood and shit like that, and like arrested kids for going to get shoes. So like in response to that, you know the foundation collected you know over ten thousand pairs mm. of shoes and did a shoe giveaway. And we're doing the same thing this year. We partnered up with the Bears, um, and are going to be doing the same thing. So that's dope. Yeah. That's dope. Okay. All right, guys. If there's anything else you guys want to say, let me know. But um, otherwise, hmm? yeah, Haiky. Um, I've been working with Pierre Moss for about a couple of months now, 
And if you guys are not in tune with Pierre Moss, it's actually spelled Pyre Moss. So P-Y-E-R. But um, if you guys are not in tune, very, very cool. Shout out to them. I just got asked to come back for another semester. So yeah, I've been working with them, doing some really cool stuff. And I'm excited to announce some things later, but now is not the time. But yeah, just wanted to shout that out. You announced that you're going to announce some stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Um, now they know. Yeah. Yeah, this Thursday, Fort is going to be vending at Night at the Museum with uh, Social Works. Work, so hey. that's going to be like yeah. some really raw shit. We're going to have some workshops there. We're going to, even just the team being there, we're going to be doing like a bunch of really cool shit. So <laughs> have some merch for sale. For sure. Very exciting. Um, So, because there's a lot of different kinds of people from a lot of really different areas of work that listen to the podcast, mm-hmm. who would you be open to or, or want to collaborate with if they're listening? Not like specific people, but people doing yeah. specific things. Right, so like yeah. Program. Okay, yeah. I mean, my bad. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, but no, to go I just really, think really stuff. fast, because yeah, yeah. I definitely, this has been sitting in my head since I walked in. But any like startups or any type of like people that want to work on like a collaborative project, any types of mediums, I'm like so with that. Um, me and Matt and shout out to Midwest Immersive actually won a Shorty Award for a little collab that we Where's did. The- Literally right here. Shorty Award by us. By us from, tw- from, from 2017. Yes, from working from it a Snapchat filter. A Snapchat filter. So, yeah. They didn't even, the Midwest Immersive, did, it's Snapchat, right? It's, it's not even Snapchat, their technology. Yeah. They just made the 3D models. But yep. because what 17-year-old streetwear fashion designer is using like augmented reality exactly, at their yeah. event? And so I it was mean, such a nuanced thing. That's the kind mm-hmm. of creative overlap that I feel like my life is all about helping exactly. make happen. I love yeah. it, yeah. And it was just like something super dope. Like we were able to, you know, work together and literally like a beneficial like collaboration yeah like yeah. that event was 10 times better because of that filter and we won a shorty award <laughs> oh no it was super cool and it's just like something that like obviously experience what we were talking about like what event do you go to and you're able to like bring the experience home and send it to other people like that's just a whole different type of level and different types of like you know those exceeding standards like collaborations happen when you mix mediums 100 percent. exactly so anybody of any medium hit me up if you think you can do anything with uh 18 year old chicago streetwear designers slash hosts slash everything oh you're still 18 wow that's yes. crazy so the young legend i will be 19 in february i'm an aquarius Mac, how old are you? I am 19. Okay, okay. That's me too. That's me yeah. too. Yeah. But, um, yeah, for me, very similarly, I'm always open to, like, all levels of collaboration. I always, like, love when people hit me up with ideas, even just with the shit I'm already doing. Um, in particular, with Fortune House, we're working on, like, developing the website right now and really just, like, expanding out just, like, the digital presence, like, digital presence and, like, the capabilities of what we want to do, be able to, like, run workshops online, all types of shit like that, curriculum building. So anybody interested in that, like, creative creative education all of that shit like that's what we're working on and i'm also going to be doing like illustration sessions for my animated series so that'll also be some shit that like if you make art or do anything like that Mm -hmm. like i'm always i always have shit like literally yeah 100 it's still going anyway how can people reach out yeah Um, let me let me say that i'm thinking about editing i'm gonna have to edit that how can people reach out Shit, um, you can find me on Instagram at my at like my first and last name, Macafu Searcy. Uh it's M A K A F U I. Then my last name is Searcy S E A R C Y. 
Um, and now you can find my organization, Fortune House. At Fortune House is spelled F O U R T U N E, just because like Fortune. Fortune exists House. in so many ways with just the regular Fortune. So we put a U in that bitch, but it's Fortune. So you can find that at Fortune House. And it's in my bio. On Instagram? Yeah, okay. on Instagram. Fortune House doesn't have a Twitter, but yeah, on Instagram. And you can find me on Instagram as well at Kim Apani, which is K-I-M-A-P-O-N-I. Um, you can also like Google my name, Kim Products or Kamisha Moxley. You'll find me at my website at kim-products.com slash contact. That goes directly to me. Nobody else sees it. So yeah, anything like that. And even like just always in the bio. Yeah, and go on there and buy some clothes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. I of really course. appreciate it. That's a wrap. Whoever you are, wherever you are, you're appreciated. I appreciate you for taking the time to listen to this podcast, whether you liked it a little or a lot. And I hope you feel inspired to join us on this shared mission to improve the world alongside each other and the quality of our human lives. If you want to learn more, visit our website at dogoodcollab.com. That's dogoodcollab.com. I put this podcast out at least once a week, so stay tuned. Truly, we can live an amazing, enjoyable life together, but we have to make it happen together. Let's make it happen.